Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is stewardship of the body. Now, here's Pastor Chris. Morning, everybody. How are you all doing? Good. Good to go. All right, let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, as we now, Lord, begin a new series in stewardship, we pray that you will be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today, as I've just indicated, we're going to start a new series on stewardship. The last uh, five, six weeks, we've been talking about discipleship. And now we begin the task of talking about something that is very important. So much so that in our church, we have a a fundamental belief dedicated to this very topic, stewardship. So what is stewardship? Ultimately, a steward is somebody who does what? serves, manages, takes care of somebody's belongings, possessions. Maybe they help run the logistics. Ultimately, as uh, children of God and as disciples, we are called to take care of, number one, the, the resources that God blesses us with, even our time, the talents that God gives us, and ultimately, as we're going to talk about today, the body. So, fundamental belief, actually I believe it's number 21, stewardship says we are all God's stewards, entrusted by him with time and opportunities, abilities and possessions, and the blessings of the earth and its resources. We're responsible to him for their proper use. We acknowledge God's ownership by faithful service to him and our faithful human beings, and by returning tithe and giving offerings for the proclamation of his gospel and support, and by the growth of his church. Stewardship is a privilege given to us by God for nurture and love and in victory over selfishness and covetousness. Stewards rejoice in the blessings that come to others as a result of their faithfulness. So as we begin this series, as we talk about how we can develop the talents and ultimately as well, making sure that how we prioritize our time is all something that we need to learn how to manage. And yet as well, at the end, we're going to talk about being able to give back and being faithful to what God has blessed us with. Because at the end of the day, all things come from where? From God. Including our body, right? Now, interestingly enough, in this day and age, there have been so many technological advances, right? And yet we find that people are getting even more sick every year. People, uh, it's fighting, it's hard sometimes when it seems like we're being bombarded by the latest, latest health scare, talking about GMOs, Monsanto, and whatnot. So much so that some people have taken this into the written word, and this is kind of tongue-in-cheek, so take this with a grain of salt. Brace yourselves. Somewhere. They're plotting the scare of the weak. Air is polluted and water is too. Fish that swim in it are not good for you. Fruits and vegetables, delicious you say? Don't eat them. They're loaded with GMOs and pesticide spray. 
Avoid dairy products. Say no to red meat. Cholesterol levels must go in retreat. The rays of the sun will most certainly fret you. Stay in the house and radon will get you. If you walk in the woods, you can get really sick. Lyme disease is spread by a pinhead-sized tick. If one thing can't get you, another will. But don't worry, be happy, because worry will kill you. (laughs) It seems like we are bombarded by the fact of the latest health scare, and, and you need to eat this, you need to eat right, you need the ketogenic diet, you can try the paleo, you can try all of these different diets. And yet God has already given us a pretty good description and prescription for what's good for us. So today we're going to explore that a little bit. Now, in the book of 1 Corinthians, sorry, I'm still getting used to this. Okay. In the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 6, let's read this together. Do you not know that your bodies are what? Of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were at a price. Therefore, God with your bodies. One of the things that we can do as a faithful steward is to be able to make sure that we care for our bodies that in a way we're able to be physically ready to be able to do the Lord's work. Have you ever thought about that? We can honor God by taking care of ourselves because if we are not physically, mentally, emotionally, and even, dare I say, spiritually well, how can we be a blessing to others? And sometimes we have to recognize that we have to be intentional about making sure that we physically take care of us, take care of ourselves. You know, in the book of Genesis, God created the heavens and the earth and all that is within. He made sure that there was good, clean air, there was water, and there was an abundance of food. And yet, in today's age, cancer and heart-related diseases are on the rise, so much so that they outweigh all of the other leading causes of death by a mile. Actually, let's say 10 miles. Yet there's also other leading causes of death are unintentional injuries, chronic lower respiratory diseases, strokes, Alzheimer's, diabetes, influenza, pneumonia, kidney disease, and finally suicide. Most of these leading causes could be prevented or keep things at bay with making sure that you take care of yourself physically, the water you drink, and making sure you, that you eat healthy food. Uh, Scott, uh, Scott McGee, I believe, is a police officer for the Santa Monica Police Department, but I follow him on Instagram, and one of the things that he says is, health is wealth. Health is wealth. Because if we have good health, anything is possible, right? We can run, we can do whatever we want. But health is important for the gospel. And as God's stewards, we're called to make sure that we can take care of ourselves as best as we can. Now, 
How can we foster good health? One of the things that's so important is water. Most of us probably know, but the majority of our makeup of our bodies and even our brain is around 70%, right? Can you imagine? I don't, I don't see it, but 70% of me and my brain is 70% water. Water is so vital because it helps, water helps regulate even our internal body temperature by sweating and respiration, right? And yet it's also a vital, it's a vital, it's a, new, it's a, it's a necessary nutrient for even our cells. They help act as the building material. And even all the carbohydrates and proteins that you also love to eat are helped to be digested with water. It helps flush out the junk, the waste through uh, when we go to the bathroom. And as well, I didn't even realize this before, but as I was doing research, water and, and as water is absorbed and it goes into your brain, it acts as an absorbing agent even for your brain. And the saliva that helps you swallow food all comes from water. So water is a necessary ingredient to life. And yet how much water should we drink? Well, my friend Cesar Racinos, he's a strength and conditioning coach, about maybe a year and a half ago, he said, you know, at the very least, pastor, drink your body weight, half your body weight in ounces of water. So, I weighed myself this morning, and I saw my wife look out and see how much I weighed, so I'm not going to lie. I saw you, honey. I weigh 173 pounds. So cut that in half. I'm not a good mathematician. What I know is I should drink at least 90 ounces of water, roughly 90 ounces. Now, down here is my hydro flask. And in the hydro flask can hold 40 ounces of water. So if I drink at least two and a half of these, I'm good to go, right? And that's pretty easy. Now, this may look huge, actually, but it's very well insulated. How many of you have these? These things are awesome, right? It keeps things cold, especially if you have ice. And the smaller ones that you can put hot beverages in, be careful, because they stay hot and they will burn your mouth. So two and a half of these will easily take care of my water needs. And even at the end of the day, sometimes I still feel thirsty. But water is, uh, is vital for us to be able to make sure that we can stay healthy. The other thing that's also important is the food that we eat. The other night, Thursday night, I was starving and I told my wife, I'm so hungry, and it was like 9.30. And I told her, I want to go to my favorite taco truck, El Taco Taco, on Live Oak. They have the best green salsa ever. But the thing about it is, it's never like the same. It's either really mild and temperate or nuclear. So, despite that fact, I still go. However, that night, I was starving and I went downstairs and I thought, what's there to eat? And on the counter, I saw my favorite, the Doritos Flaming Hot Nachos. So good, right? And I look back on the facts sheet 
There's 150 calories. I'm sorry I'm going to ruin this for you all. <laughs> Not really. Um, and one serving is about 12 chips. Now, how many of you actually really eat 12 chips and you're satisfied? It's impossible. I could easily eat half this bag and not feel guilty. I might feel guilty about three quarters of the way through. Yet with this potato, it has roughly the same amount of their single serving of equivalents. But yet, when you cut this up, to make chips, you have to dehydrate this, as I learned from my wife this morning. Cut them up, they dehydrate it, and they soak it, and they put, they add... Corn, vegetable oil, maltodextrin, salt, whey, monosodium glutamate, red number 40, lake, yellow 6, lake, yellow 6, yellow 5. I don't get these ingredients, right? Now, they make it taste awesome, but is it healthy for me? Whereas for this, I cut this up, I could boil, I could fry, I could roast, I could, I could do all kinds of things, and if I simply add salt and pepper, maybe some spices and some olive oil, how much healthier is that? Right? God God called us to eat real food. Because he gave Adam and Eve a whole garden, right? And when we look to Scripture, we should also be reminded that we should eat healthy. We should try to as much as possible to eat real food. So as I was going, as I was pondering about that too, I thought, well, maybe let's see. I heard kettle chips is also healthy. And yet when I, looked, <laughs> when I looked at the ingredients, I saw there wasn't as many ingredients, but I still couldn't recognize some of the ingredients on the label. So, Pastor, I mean, I love processed food. Yes, I'll tell you what. I love Kraft mac and cheese. It is the best. But am I going to meet Kraft, eat Kraft mac and cheese every meal? No. Okay. It tastes so good. But God blessed us with, uh, with, with the plan to be able to make sure that we could eat as much. We should eat uh, vegetables, fruit, nuts, seeds. And so, when we talk about health, we should try to eat as much real food as we can. In fact, I have a rule. It's the 80-20 principle. 80% of my meals, I'm going to try to eat as healthy as I can. And 20%, I'm going to enjoy myself. So let's say there's seven days in the week, right? Normally, we all eat roughly three meals a day. Some of us maybe eat two, but let's just say three. 80% is, it came down to the fact that four of those meals, I could choose to eat what I really want to eat, right? So eat 80% for 20%, four meals, enjoy those meals, all right? Now, truth be told, I still will eat Doritos, especially when I travel later. I bought that back for the traveling, but I will share. (laughs) But how can we foster health? And in all seriousness, eating good food is vital. It's like a car. When you put gas in a car, the gas helps fuel the car. And if I just eat Doritos, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, how much energy am I going to have at the end of the day? 
I'm going to be cranky. I'm going to be tired, hangry. And I, I will not be able to make good decisions if I'm in that mood, right? But it starts with baby steps, okay? Start small. Maybe for some of us, for me, it started with trying to eat every meal at home for two weeks. You know how hard that was for me? From being able to eat out every single day, and I wasn't going to find restaurants, I was going to Del Taco. All right? But just try I was so proud when I spent two weeks uh, last year basically eating at home every day. I could tell the difference. And then by adding drinking water every day was important. Helped me feel so much better. The next thing we can do to help foster good health is make sure we exercise every day. Okay? Uh, Caesar, he, he asked me last year, I want you just to walk 15 minutes. 15 minutes, man. And actually, that's nothing because I used to do CrossFit regularly in 15, 20 minutes of lifting, throwing weights overhead and doing burpees and squats. And I realized, you know what? 15 minutes of walking isn't bad. But do something every day. Move. Get your heart rate elevated. And if you physically, you can't move or whatever, do something to stimulate your mind. Because your mind is just as important. It needs to be exercised. So exercise every day. Preferably at least 10 to 15 minutes. And the final thing is rest. You know, as adults, we're so tired all the time because we're stressed and we don't always get enough sleep. For most adults, you need to have at least seven to nine hours of sleep and children probably even more, right? But it's important that we get our sleep so that we can be able to be productive. How many of us regularly do not get enough sleep and the next day we feel like what? We feel like zombies. We feel lethargic. We feel tired. We have to be intentional about our health. We have to be intentional about the fact that, okay, I'm going to set aside, I'm going to drink this much water every day. I'm going to make sure I plan ahead maybe and make extra food so that I can pack it and I can eat it for lunch or I can eat it a couple of days down the road. It's important that we set aside even five minutes. Find some steps and for five minutes go up those steps, up and down. And it's important as well that we make sure that we relax our minds and are able to rest. So, when we take care of ourselves by, speak, by seeking to live healthy lives, we can be better equipped and we are able to serve the Lord better. When we have good health, we're able to have mental clarity that we can make good decisions and being careful as well of what we feed our mind. The things that we see, the things that we hear affect us in what we say and what we think. Because what we think will lead to what we say, and what we say will also lead to our actions and ultimately become who we are. Right? So be careful what you feed your mind. When we're in good health, emotionally, we're able to handle stress in difficult situations. When we are healthy, we can hear the voice of the Lord better. Amen? We sometimes forget that because we're so like, God, help us. And we can call out to God anytime, right? And yes, we can do that. But how much better when we're in a state of mind where we can think and hear clearly and be able to receive and hear what God is telling us. 
And so as we follow these, implement these, these habits, we'll find that little changes every day, okay? Break these things down into baby steps, okay? Water is important, but food, break that into baby steps. Maybe one day, I'm going to give up eating Snickers bars every day, okay? Maybe instead of having five cups of coffee, have three cups, okay? Uh, and then eventually maybe one cup, and maybe even you'll be able to go caffeine-free. Maybe instead of eating 100 ounces of ribeye, cut it down to four ounces. And then baby steps along the way, you'll find that these little changes will help bring life. You'll have energy. You want to be around your family, and you want to be able to go and do fun things rather than wanting just to sit down and watch life go by. So seek to be healthy. We honor God by living healthy lives so that we can be better equipped and able to serve the Lord whatever God calls us to. I pray that you will take care of yourselves. Live well. That not only can you live well, but you live an abundant life and that you and your family will be able to go about and do as God has called you to do. May you be faithful stewards of your body to honor and be a blessing to others. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for your love and grace. And Lord, as well, health, it's a challenging subject because, Lord, sometimes we're just so stressed thinking about it. But Lord, you've called us to live well. You've given us a prescription of how we can have a healthy diet. Lord, to drink water, to find exercise, and to get proper rest. Four things that are so simple and so foundational, but are so necessary. So help us, Lord, to put into practice of drinking well, eating, drinking water, eating well, to exercise both our bodies and also our minds. And as well, Lord, to find the rest. And especially on this Sabbath day, Lord, may we be intentional about resting. Father, continue to be with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace and peace. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.